get the full bonfire experience on your screen youtube.com slash bonfire sports thumbs up subscribe you'll know when we're live enjoy the games some big money quarterbacks have their personal checks bounce in nfl week one while others definitely open some eyes we're going to have our boomers and our busters in the quarterback conversation bulls and bears teams on the climb teams on the slide through week one and josh fry sam you have got a little bit extra for everybody out there a little bit later let's start with the boomers and the busters the quarterbacks that came to play and the ones that really let a lot of people down both their fans fantasy owners sports betters uh, and the rest who did you like in week one who's your boomer Yeah, let's start on a good note here, Darren. And I got Anthony Richardson, AR-15, the fourth overall draft pick in the 2023 draft here by the Indianapolis Colts. 24 for 37, 223, one touchdown and one hiccup on the INT there in a close loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But Anthony Richardson, I think he's a player that a lot of people thought was going to take a few weeks before he actually settled in. He looked really smooth to me in his uh, in his NFL debut and looks like he very well could be the future of the Indianapolis Colts franchise. And maybe we're talking one day about him being uh, one of the guys with the big checks. Love it. That's my quarterback. I'm a Colts guy. So AR number five, that's your boomer in week one. I'm going with another early draft pick from a couple years ago that is still waiting to get paid as the Miami Dolphins picked up their fifth year option on Tua Tagovailoa. He was booming in NFL week one, 466 yards passing, three touchdowns, one interception, huge victory for Miami as he goes 25 of 28 of 45 passing Tyreek Hill running all over the ballpark on Sunday afternoon, 11 catches, 215 yards and two TDs. I don't know if this one-two combo of Tagovailoa and Hill can be contained with what they showed in week one. Tua is my boomer. Who's your buster in week one? Yeah, Yeah, listen, this was probably a bottom three performance I've ever watched from Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans here. 16-15, to lost to New Orleans Saints on the road there uh, in the Superdome. Tannehill 16-34 for with a buck 98. Zero touchdowns he threw and three INTs. He was missing everybody all over the field. Didn't matter if it was a short pass, intermediate route, deep route. It really didn't matter. And he had a couple of layups, Darren. I'm talking about wide open as far as uh, NFL standards go, Ryan ha- Ryan Tannehill was missing them all over the yard. It didn't matter. It just was not his day. And had had some fans. I was sitting with a couple of Tennessee Titans fans watching the game, and they were both calling for Will Levis, their second round, their third round draft pick <laughs> this year to come into the game. He wasn't even active. He was inactive. They want him to dress up, get dressed, and get onto the field there. So that tells you all you need to know about the Tennessee Titans and their their season opener here. Ryan Tannehill needs to turn things around because there's some high hopes in Tennessee this year uh, as far as a bounce back year goes. But Ryan Tannehill right now, if he doesn't turn things around, this is going to be a dud of a season for the Tennessee Titans. 
They're the only team that is probably going to push the Jacksonville Jaguars in the AFC South. What would the Titans be without King Henry? I really, really wonder. My buster in week one is New York Giants quarterback, if you want to call him a quarterback, Daniel Jones. Atrocious, embarrassing, and flat out awful in prime time on Sunday night football. Two numbers for you. Three giveaways and 1.7 yards per pass. The Giants have serious issues right now if they can't figure out how to fix things on offense. Brian Dieball, he's the early season hot seat uh, candidate in NFL coaching. Yeah, the the New York Giants that was horrific. Um, that was, I mean, forty nothing, seven sacks allowed. That's about all you need to know. Uh, whether you tuned in for five minutes, the full game, uh, half the game, it didn't really matter. You could see just in a short sample size in this game, all you need to know. It was all Cowboys from beginning to end. This was ugly. This was about as ugly as it gets. And the fact that it was at home, nonetheless, against prime the division time. rival, this was prime time. It, the whole shebang. It was just. That is probably the worst way that you could possibly start off an NFL season. And the Giants did. They they need to turn things around in a hurry. Quarterback boomers, quarterback bustas, hit the comments and let us know who you liked and who you hated in week one. Let's move on to our bulls and our bears here on Bonfire Sports. Lots of bees, but we're going to roll with it. Uh, the teams that you see as on the climb, a bull in the stock market. Bulls and bears sounds like Chicago. This is much more Manhattan and the NYSE, the stock exchange. So your candidate or, or your stock pick right now, Josh, uh, for week one, who's on the uptick? Yeah, we're going to stay in Sunday night football in prime time. But then there's no other reason for it. And it might be low-hanging fruit to some, but the Cowboys just went 40 and nothing. They pitched a shutout against their division rivals on the road in prime time and really set a statement. Is it possible to make a statement in week one, Darren? I'm not sure, but if they if they if it is, Dallas Cowboys sure sure did it there. Again, pitched the shutout. This team, Dak Prescott didn't even throw a touchdown pass. He didn't need to in this game. Yeah. The defense did all the work for him. The special teams did all the work for him. This Dallas Cowboys defense, if you had him in fantasy football, I think they're probably hovering around that 40 point threshold, which is absolutely outrageous. Um, the the Tony's Pollard did his thing. CeeDee Lamb did his thing. They're deep on offense. They are absolutely ferocious on defense. They are a legitimate defense, especially after last year. Dallas Cowboys, they have to be your, your team as far as the bull in the market right now. And perhaps they are a top five team in the league at this very moment to start the year. Can you make a statement in week one to answer your question? Yes, you absolutely can. But I wonder if the Cowboys are for real. I'm cautiously optimistic because I thought the Giants were just that bad. My uh, bull for NFL week one, the teams whose stock I am buying because I think they're undervalued right now and I want to make some money. I'm going with the New England Patriots. Their defense was an absolute artery clogger. Couldn't allow, uh, could not allow their opponent, the Philadelphia Eagles, consensus, you know, Super Bowl sexy pick, uh, yeah. incredibly right. talented and the rest, just wouldn't allow that dynamic, talented offense led by Jalen Hurts to get anything going. Mac Jones, he looked good. 
He was efficient with the football. He distributed it. The numbers aren't off the charts, but played clean. I'm buying the New England Patriots right now because I think in a incredibly competitive division uh, in the AFC East with the Jets and the Bills and the Dolphins, I think the Patriots are going to put up a good fight this year. I'm buying them. Yeah, and that's interesting, Darren, because, I mean, I had the New England Patriots as one of my teams that I just really wasn't buying this year as a whole when we were talking about in our in our season opening episode. So I think that's really interesting. They made a statement just for myself. Even though it was in a loss, the fact I did not expect it to be that close. I'd be best believe I had the Philadelphia Eagles to cover their spread, which they did, but narrowly covered that spread. It was a little bit more sweat than I was, uh, than I was prepared for on that one. Let's go to the Bears, and I am going to stick with those Chicago Bears there. And uh, the Bears, with you are similar to the Giants, where you had a you were at home uh, against a divisional rival in the Green Bay Packers. It wasn't in prime time, so it wasn't quite as bad. But the Chicago Bears put up a stinker in that one. The offense could not get it going. The Green Bay Packers defense stifled them on all fronts. And you know what's the funniest part about this, Darren, is the fact that the Chicago Bears fans, they were one of these teams that were just the biggest hype train in the offseason. They were had the Justin Fields expecting to take the take the next step. The defense, Ryan Poles looked like he the GM had made a bunch of different moves to to fill patch a bunch of these holes on offense and DJ defense. Moore. He's gonna be a star. Gonna be a star. They traded the first overall pick basically for DJ Moore, man. And then they go also Jordan. Look on the other side. Aaron Rodgers last year. I still own you. I still own you. This guy's out of the division now, and the Green Bay Packers are still beating him. They still put up a stinker against him. So you want to talk about once again if you want. I want to talk about the Giants being putting up the worst performance of week one. The Chicago Bears are firmly behind them. There is that one B. Uh, the Bears, they are, and, and it did not catch me as a surprise for me, but a lot of people, again, the hype train was with them this year, and uh, the Chicago Bears put up a stinker. So that is firmly, no question about it, my bear. That NFC Norris division, the Lions look dangerous. The Vikings yeah. look like pretenders. Uh, everybody kind of reassessing how uh, things are going to shape up uh, in that Northern competitive division. My bear for NFL week one, the team that I am selling now while their value is high because I don't like what's coming for the Baltimore Ravens. They are my Super Bowl pick. If you guys out there missed our first episode, go check it out on your pod app here on YouTube. Uh, and, and uh, you know, you'll, you'll see Josh and I disagree on a lot of things. But one thing we did agree on was the Ravens as my Super Bowl pick. Uh, this is the issue. They're starting running back who is moving himself into the conversation of the best offensive players in the National Football League, and that is J.K. Dobbins, suffered a torn Achilles in week one, so his season is over. By the time his year in 2023 is up, he would have missed 43 games in his first four NFL seasons. 2021 was a knee injury. That was written off. Missed some time last year as he was recovering from injury. Add to J.K. Dobbins being hurt their left tackle got nicked up in the fourth quarter. So too did their center. And now safety, Marcus Williams, he's getting tests this week for a potential torn pectoral muscle, which we know is a multi-month 
recovery uh, possible. So they've got Gus Edwards, they've got Justice Hill, they have got uh, Melvin Gordon on the practice roster. Maybe a free agent out there will help, um, you know, bolster uh, a running back stable that loses their best player. But right now, I am selling the Baltimore Ravens because uh, this next stretch of time as they figure things out without their superstar J.K. Dobbins in the backfield, it's going to be interesting to see uh, if they're able to turn things around. Yeah, and this uh, Baltimore Ravens, again, you just feel for J.K. Dobbins, right? I mean, you just mentioned he's going to be a missed in four years, like 40-plus games, and this guy just cannot catch a break. The best ability, you just talked about how dynamic he is, and now he is the leader in that backfield. Well, Darren, the best ability, as you and I know, is availability, and he has not been available. The, the Baltimore Ravens have been absolutely gutted uh, by injuries in the running back room in, in recent years, and this thing is just con- this trend is continuing. It looks like it's continuing across the team right now, which is absolutely unfortunate because uh, this is a team that, like you mentioned, you and I are both really, really high on to, to start the year. So hopefully the Ravens can find a little bit, get rid of that injury bug, man, and just find the health bug uh, for the first time in a little while. Um, uh, that way, hopefully they can uh, get their season, get in a rhythm, if you would. Uh, hopefully they can, hopefully they can find the good, the good sauce here and and avoid the injuries. Yeah, that that division is wide open too. But uh, we'll we'll talk about that more as the season goes on. And if all of you out there have watched and listened to this point, you get the bonus. Uh, hit thumbs up. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't yet, and hit the comments. We want to hear from you here on Bonfire Sports. The bonus is you, Josh Fry, Sam. You are a sports reporter, as am I. You're thinking like a journalist. What? has happened to this hype train for so many teams in the national football league coming into 2023 is that hype train getting derailed a little bit for some of the clubs it certainly got derailed for a couple of these teams and we're talking about specifically i i look at the Bengals, cincinnati Bengals, who uh just paid joe burrow uh the biggest bag in nfl history if you're talking about a by year average annual value you're talking about the pittsburgh steelers who second year quarterback kenny pickett and then you're talking about the chicago bears who we just finished talking about putting up a stinker against the green bay packers all three of these hype trains fell off the tracks, and that is my biggest storyline going into week two, Darren, is whether or not these guys can find their way back onto the tracks. Again, the Bengals put up three points for a $250 million quarterback, Darren. I expect a little bit more than three points out of the guy, okay? And and sure, it's not just all on him, but it starts with him. No no question about it. The Bengals got to put up more. Their defense did okay um, against the against the Cleveland Browns, part of me, and the divisional rival there. But the Cincinnati Bengals need to figure it out. And I'm not as worried about them. I think they're going to find a way to bounce back because i got a lot of belief in Joe Burrow. The Pittsburgh Steelers are a little bit of a different story. It's a much more unproven team here with Kenny Pickett, second-year quarterback. But they got George Pickens. they got all the talent. Pat Fryermuth, Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson. You name the offensive weapon that you want. They've got it over there in Pittsburgh. The defense also under Mike Tomlin, you know that they're going to do what they do here. But the problem is here is they had so much hype coming into the season and then they fell flat against the San Francisco 49ers who granted are a very tough defense to start your season off against. They had a litmus test there and they they did not uh, they did not find their way against uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Finally, last team I'll wrap it up with. And I talked about the Chicago Bears. I was not surprised to see this performance from the Chicago Bears myself. I talked about in the season opener, Darren, about the Chicago Bears. Everybody was on this hype train. There are far too many holes on the Chicago Bears team. But I'll tell you what, I'll still give it to the rest, to the public, the mass public here. Chicago Bears, they still got a lot of hype behind them. They got to find their way back onto the tracks here. 
But for my money, this is still a top 10 pick team in this upcoming draft here. We'll give it one more year before maybe I start buying a little bit of the hype on the Chicago Bears. But we'll see. Maybe they prove me wrong and they get back on this, on this, uh, on the tracks here, and they continue going with this, with this hype train that uh, hyped them up throughout the entire offseason. Interesting what you say about the Pittsburgh Steelers. We know that fan base is so absolutely fervent and passionate. They are either going to be lauding the name Kenny Pickett or they're going to be outside with signs and torches picketing that they want to change at quarterback. So we're going to watch that better part of five months remaining in the NFL season. Uh, and we will have what you need when you need it, whenever you need it on demand here on Bonfire Sports.